Welcome to another edition of The Real Money Show, the first show of 2020. We're glad to be back. If you're listening and tuned in, this is a show devoted to the ownership of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Our team has been helping people the world over since 2002 to purchase and own physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. And this is now going into our 11 and a half of the years we've been on the air. 11.5, Jeremy. We're going to talk more about that today. And in studio, as always, is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, and myself, Darren Long, the Vice President of Sales of Guildhall Wealth Management. I'll remind everybody before we get started that Guildhall representatives are not financial planners or advisors, and the past performance of gold and silver or natural fancy colored diamonds is not necessarily indicative of future performance. The number to call if you're listening to the show today and you want some free information to get educated about owning gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds is one eight seven seven eight silver or venture over to the website guildhallwealth.com. Now, Jeremy, let's start talking about these wonderful assets because, as you well know, uh, 2019 is now gone. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. I hope it's a prosperous year this year. But our old friends, Gold and Silver, uh, they gave us a little gift last year. It was a fantastic beginning to what most analysts are now saying is a new leg up in this bull market. And uh, let's start by having a brief discussion because I know you have with you the two charts on Silver and Gold and their final gains uh, for last year. Yeah, so gold was up 18.9% in U.S. dollars. Silver was up uh, 15.5% in U.S. dollars. In uh, Canadian dollars, which is what our clients are hedging, essentially, gold was up 13% and silver was up uh, just shy of 10% at 9.8%. So great gains pretty much double digit gains is what we're, we're, we're looking at in the precious metals. And it was a year where the metals didn't fly especially. They um, were sort of more under the radar in terms of the gains that they that they did receive. It wasn't like gold or silver were on were making headlines, even though those were great gains. It was still all about the stock market, stock market, stock market. So, you know, look, silver still under $20 an ounce. Gold in terms of US dollars is still under the all-time high, but it is trading at all-time highs in many different currencies, which if you stick with us on the radio, on uh, the Real Money Show, we're going to show you why it's trading at all-time highs and why we expect those highs to continue higher and why the high in, uh, the US high will be taken out. Uh, this is all about a uh, wealth transfer, Darren. Uh, eventually, that's what this all comes down to. For me, one of the themes that we saw a lot of in 2019 were clients were coming to us saying, the stock market's doing great, but I'm not seeing those returns. Um, as well, the stock market has been up for a very long time. It continues to rise, and I don't know how much longer it can go. So we see clients looking to diversify. So 2020 is the time. Well, we had the odd client come to our office, and I will admit from time to time show us very successfully that they had navigated their way through the stock markets for the year of 2019. But that was a rarity, Jeremy. It was on the minority side of what was shown to us in terms of what we reviewed with clients. What we saw was the greater picture, which is affecting the majority of people, which is, as you said, they are not seeing those same returns, have not been seeing those same returns, and are not feeling quite as joyful 
as many have predicted they should feel about the way the economy is sitting right now and what its impact will be coming uh, in 2020 and years ahead. Now, if we see that gold did, as you said, in U.S. dollars, almost 19% and silver did almost 16% in U.S. dollars last year in gains, it's important to look at the overall picture for both metals as well. Gold continues to average over 9% per year, and that's going all the way back to 2004. Silver over 10% in U.S. dollars since 2004. And if you were to look back and see those gains year by year against what has only been for gold, uh, two, three losing years since 2004, only three years against the backdrop of all those years in which gains ranged anywhere from as little as 7% to as high as 30.9% in U.S. dollars. And as analysts are predicting, this is a very indicative telltale sign, this first year of big gain here as we saw both double digits. And what is to come, they predict, will be probably a combination of both some type of pullback here in 2020 in the greater market, in the stock markets, in the financial sectors of the world. Real estate will be impacted. They're saying subprime is going to be a big hot topic in the macro picture against what we think will be falling U.S. dollar value and rising gold and silver prices. The number to call if you want some information, by the way, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy. Yeah, I think, Darren, that um, the themes that we're gonna we're gonna be seeing a lot of in two thousand twenty are gonna be the the explosive global debt that that we're seeing two hundred and fifty trillion plus, not including unfunded liabilities. I think that uh, we'll let's look at some of these themes in the next segment. Talk about the debt in the U.S. Talk about how great things are going, yet they've started quantitative easing again. You know, let's look at that issue and let's see what precious metals have done in an overall portfolio for a 15, 20 year period. So why people would consider having a diversified portfolio of precious metals, how right. it can really help them. 2019 is gone, done, it's over with. Let's look forward to 2020. Let's talk macro picture, micro picture, things that affect metals. We got some discussion on RSPs coming up. That deadline will approach very quickly. We have a seminar coming up as well. We'll mention more about that. Stay tuned. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call, one 78 silver or the website where you can go get as much information as you want is guildhallwealth.com you're tuned in to global news radio 640 toronto welcome back to the real money show with guildhall wealth management the number to call to get a free information package to get the year started on the right foot and learn more about ownership of gold silver whether it's in a registered account whether it's buying online whether it's both it's one eight seven seven eight silver or the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, in the first part, we talked about 2019. What a tremendous year. Both metals, silver and gold, again, sticking to their guns in terms of gains. Uh, gold reaching almost 20% gain. Silver almost 16% gain. And both maintaining well their averages over 9% per year since 2004. Uh, and the big picture... Is an interesting thing because at the beginning of a year, it gives us the opportunity to really lay the foundation for what we see as the macro uh, significance of this coming year. And then maybe in later part of the show, we'll talk about the small pictures and supplies and things like that. But going forward, uh, one of the big things is going to be the economy. Now, I think economy-wise, the uh, seeds have been laid 
and we're seeing some of that late stage uh, hustle by governments around the world to maintain their bullish stance on their markets. We saw this in 2007 when they heard about subprime and it went public. People said, relax, hold on. This is a long-term market. There's going to be much more. I remember analysts predicting that there's going to be, you know, the biggest rally in history and that, you know, even though the stock market's gone up for five years in a row, it's going to double in size in the near term. And I remember some of those very people, uh, as soon as the market started dumping, getting back on and saying, uh, I was wrong. You should sell everything right now. And uh, one of those, a very famous person, very famous individual, which is uh, uh, on um, CNN a lot. He's also on uh, CNBC. I won't say his name because I'm sure he's going to do the same thing again. Well, I guess we can. Kramer. Okay. Guy's crazy. He's nuts. But he's made a ton of money in the markets. But he was the one just telling people, stay in this. It's going higher. It's going to go higher, higher, higher. And then the market started to crash. And everybody knew it was coming. They saw the writing on the wall, just like we see right now. People were starting to say, hey, maybe I should think about this gold and silver thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, markets started to dump, and we started to see everybody panic, selling, analysts talking about how we should have seen this coming. It was all in hindsight. But here we are in 2020, stock market's still rising. A lot of analysts saying, hey, predict that the Fed's going to do everything they can to prolong this. So 2020 might be another year where the stock market doesn't falter. Who knows? But one thing's for certain, a brand new leg up in the metals market has begun. And this economy is a big macro picture is very important to look at. Your thoughts on 2020 and maybe what it's going to mean to you or to your investors in terms of where gold and silver lie. Well, I think something that you were talking about just before, Darren, about the fact that the stock markets continue to rise. Um, it's funny how quickly they put behind uh, the mainstream media, put behind the, the shakiness that occurred in December of 2018. Right. Uh, they put that behind them very quickly and, um, you know, got lulled into a sense of security here. And I think that any of guests, any of the guests that we've had on the show, whether it was Danielle DiMartino Booth or um, uh, Gregory Manorino, they would definitely be pointing out the fact that the stock market it has been rising for a very long time and uh, that it's in record-breaking territory to not have a recession in the economy. So I think this is something that uh, people have to be very wary about, that the idea that are you going to pick the top? Did anyone pick the top in Bitcoin? Did anyone pick the top in the cannabis stocks? Did they get out right at the maximum uh, point? You know, the, the stock market is not a lottery ticket. And th that's why having precious metals in your portfolio is a way to hedge against that. I think what and people have policy. to, yeah, I think what sure. people have to be asking themselves is, are they ready for another 2008? Can they afford to go through another 2008? Maybe they should be considering taking their profit off the table. Maybe if they're not getting the returns that they've been expecting, because everyone's saying how great everything is, maybe it's time to make that change and diversify. Um, if you look at the precious metals market, and there's lots of editorial pieces about this, lots of research papers about this. I'm thinking about the Abitsen, uh, Abitsen and Associates uh, research paper that they did. It shows that having physical precious metals in a portfolio can increase the portfolio performance by about 10 to 15%. So by having some physical gold in your portfolio, you're properly diversified in good times times and bad and that's what we're here about you know look stock market's been going great so is the, so of the metals right well this could continue for quite some time or 
you get the stock market dumps all of a sudden because everything gets panicked and uh, you want to make sure that you're fully hedged. Well, certainly Democrats were very gleeful at the prospect of a recession, but that thinking proved to be somewhat premature, especially in the U.S., but all the world over, they're just following the lead of the U.S. I mean, Canada might be one of those rare exceptions where our interest rates didn't really fall uh, per se, but uh, mid-year last year, uh, the Federal Reserve in the U.S. does an about-face, expecting interest rates to go higher. They go full turn, and interest rates get cut three times last year and then the printing press gets turned on they call it not qe but really it's quantitative yeah if things were so good if things were if things were so fantastic in the states then why are they lowering interest rates and pumping tons of money into the repo market we've got to be smarter than that right i think most people are smarter than that and i think that's why people are starting to put precious metals into their portfolio and a lot of people are doing it with their rsps and tfsas and uh so for that Darren, we have a seminar coming up. We do have a seminar coming up. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about that seminar. It's dates. It's the end of January. It's coming up quickly. It's going to be in office. It's for those wishing to get into registered accounts, RSPs, TFSAs. So we're going to spend a few moments talking about that. More on the macro uh, side of what to expect in 2020 and how it impacts gold and silver and where we think prices are going, as well as an update on uh, some diamond-related issues. Lots of people talking about rarity of pinks now, not just a minute topic anymore for those that are astute enough. It's now going mainstream. This is why we want you owning that type of asset as well as gold and silver. We'll have something to say on that, but we hope that you'll stay tuned. We're going to have a short break and we'll be right back with more. And remember, for those investing in a registered account right now, you're still getting a free gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into a registered account holding gold or silver with Guildhall up to a maximum of 10 grams. Our way of saying thank you for coming aboard and making a smart decision for your portfolio. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long. I'm the Vice President of Sales with Guildhall Wealth Management. Welcome to 2020 for our listeners. And a big thank you for the successes that we shared with you during 2019. And an extended welcome to my colleague, uh, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, you mentioned a seminar coming up January the 25th in office, 10.30 in the morning. We will go to two seatings if necessary. Uh, this is brand new. We're just letting this go public now. It's on our website. You can register at guildhallwealth.com. Uh, use the phone number to call one eight seven seven eight silver and uh, we'll have a seat put aside for you. Our last seminar, a very interesting one, also on registered accounts, because as you know, Jeremy, this time of year, it's very important to focus on those contributions to your RSPs and uh, getting your foot in the door with the new TFSA contributions, uh, the upgraded level of contribution, an additional 6000 for everybody that qualifies for the maximum. And this is an interesting time of year because uh, this can be the quiet before the storm. In our case, we ended the year on a big note. Metals are moving. It's a new week in 2020. Uh, your thoughts on why this seminar would be a great idea for a brand new investor? So this is a great way to get an idea of what the investment's like. Maybe you're not uh, quite ready to, to drop into the market and, and get involved, but maybe you just kind of want to get a sense of what holding precious metals in, a, in an RSP is all about. Maybe learning more about the market itself, 
get to meet the team at Guildhall, get to see, uh, you know, the brick and mortar uh, space that we that we work in here and uh, get to know us. So I think in that sense, it really helps create a comfort level for people. And it's nice to see people hear other questions that are being asked, and it just creates a whole comfort overall. So it's great to see the details, understand the market, see what we're all about, see what value we're bringing to the market, and see how, how many other people are also interested in this market. And I think that's what the seminars are all about. It's a, it's a friendly environment. It's a safe environment for people to uh, get a sense of what this is all about. I think one of the greatest parts of the feedback we receive on those seminars is exactly that point. Point, Jeremy, that there is no arm twisting, that people feel there's no obligation, that they can come in and freely ask questions. And in that group environment, which we had to have two sittings, uh, two seatings, because it was a very busy seminar day, uh, one at 10.30 and one at 12.30, uh, we were able to uh, accomplish quite a lot. And I felt as though people walked away, A, understanding why the ownership was important, but B, more importantly, uh, how quickly and easy it is to open up a registered account. It's a matter of, you know, 15, 20 minutes of their time. And it can be done very efficiently from your home. It could be done in office. We could do it for you or you could participate every step of the way. This is about self-educating yourself, understanding where maybe for once, for some people uh, in their lifetimes, their money is actually parked. A lot of clients come to us and they don't know where their money is. They can't even tell us what the name of the fund they're parked in is, which means they have no idea where their money actually is and what it's doing, what sector is uh, being covered by the investment as a whole, where their money's parked. All they can tell you is that, hey, I'm with such and such uh, institution. Yeah, and, and as well, again, we talked about this in the last segment, the fact that a lot of in investors are coming to us saying, I think it's time to diversify the stock market's apparently doing great, but I didn't see those returns this year. So I want to finally make that change and finally diversify into physical precious metals. I think one of the things they also find really surprising, Darren, when they come to Guildhall is they're surprised at how hands-on we are with, with the service that we help them open the account. We assist them through the transfer process if they're moving funds from a, an existing institution and that we're with them every single step of the way from introduction of the market itself all the way to their first purchase, that we walk them through it. We're incredibly transparent and that's part of the the whole seminar. It's opening opening the, the box, it's pulling back the curtain and showing you exactly how to hold physical precious metals in a registered account. And I think what, what investors also find out is that it's very reasonably priced to do this. It's not a, a further expense to get involved in this than any other precious metal type of vehicle. Well, again, if you want to do that, the number to call to book a seat right now, one eight seven seven eight silver Leave your name, number for not there for whatever reason. We will put a seat aside for you and call you back to confirm. Or the website where you can register right online. It's guildhallwealth.com. Go to the seminar section and you will see it right there. Jeremy, uh, we are talking about the macro picture. Uh, we touched on the economy as a whole and what's happening now moving ahead into 2020. Monetary policy. We talked about interest rates. They're being lowered instead of hiking, uh, which was fully not expected by the marketplace. And nobody in the financial mainstream saw that coming to begin the year with this new quantitative easing program uh, that they call the, uh, we're talking about the repo markets. And uh, this is just another way of them trying to 
prolong what's already turned the corner and, and become the very onset of a new recession, if you will, in the marketplace. I think it's become clear uh, over the past year that the Fed doesn't have the bullets to handle an actual full-on recession. So central banks around the globe, including the Fed, are doing everything they can to stave off the recession. So I think that they know something, and that goes along with um, uh, central banks acquiring additional gold. And I think that uh, people should – we don't know how big it's going to be, what, it's, what the impact is going to have. Um, but it is important to be fully diversified in that portfolio. And when you look at the gains of precious metals, basically double digits across the board last year, that uh, this is a good place to be diversifying. So in the next segment – Darren, let's talk about the actual physical product. We have some people who ask very good questions, like what is the difference between the buy price and the sell price on physical gold, for instance? So let's get into that question. So for people who are very new to the market, they're going to get some understanding. All right, excitement here as we tape the first show of the year. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. Remember, for those investing in a registered account right now, one free gram of gold for every 5,000 U.S. you put in, even if that's money being transferred from an already existing account, which means you're getting something for absolutely nothing. And we're happy to guide you every step of the way as well as to help you take product home if you want to purchase it online or call us directly. You can even speak with Jeremy and I. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. Please stay tuned. We're going to break for a short commercial. You're tuned in and listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You're tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And we are excited that this is the first show of 2020. Talking the markets. We're talking gold and silver ownership. We haven't got the natural fancy colored diamonds yet, but stay tuned if you like the idea of owning that because we are going to throw that in this week's show. But Jeremy, a little tidbit before we get into what we left the last segment discussing, which was a typical scenario of buying a first-time buyer and their questions about the difference between what they see in the price on paper versus what they pay for the price in physical product. Uh, and that little tidbit is... The last time in 2004, we saw gold rise around 18%. And what was then an expected new leg in a bull market, 2005 was 20%, 2006 was 23%, and 2007 was 30%. So that is a very exciting tidbit of information of what potential lies ahead. It's never a guarantee, folks. You're not ever guaranteed when you invest a dollar no matter where it is put but that is an interesting tidbit to say the least as an expectation to what may lie ahead i totally agree darren i think that was something that we were recognizing at Guildhall along the way which is hey if we can end 2019 in the double digit range that puts us back into the early 2000s type of trend for the market so you know we did have through 2016, 17, and 18, we had strong single-digit gains, right? Seven, eight, nine percent. But we didn't crack that double-digit gain for the year. And so by cracking that last year, it does help us be very confident about going forward that we might be looking at the next bull leg up in this market. Well, listen, let's go to a most common of questions when a new client comes aboard and they're understanding what
what it is they're getting into, what it is they're owning, and that's gold and silver in physical form, much different than the paper. This is not paper. We are not buying options or futures or a stock certificate or a bank certificate. We are buying the physical commodity, and there is no third-party liability when you do that, folks. So buying it means helping you to understand how easy it is, but what's involved? And one of the common questions from a new client, Jeremy, they haven't bought yet. They're just getting to know Guildhall. They haven't put any money into the market yet. And they will ask us, I've noticed your prices online and I see that gold on paper is 1500 Why am I paying a higher price? And on the sell side, if you could also explain why it is when a seller comes to us and says, hey, I've owned gold, I bought it at so-and-so at the bank or wherever I bought it, I see the price of gold is 1500 how come you're only offering 1470 or 1480 1450 Could you explain the difference between the bid and the ask and why it is that there's a different price when I'm buying and selling? Right, so it is a typical question. It's, hey, what's the price of gold today if I buy? Well, what would I get if I resell it today? Right, that kind of, if I buy a car and I drive it off the lot, What's it really worth is kind of where this is coming from. But yeah, there's a, it, it's a very simple question. It's a very logical question, but it's not actually an easy question to answer. We love the question because it gives us a chance to, to educate people on what this market's actually about. It's not as simple as buying a stock, right? With, with stock, it doesn't matter whether you buy 10, 10 shares or 100,000 shares. There's no volume discounts and you're buying the same thing across the board there's no choice whereas with precious metals it's well what bar are we buying right there's different premiums with different bars the larger the bar the smaller the premium the smaller the bar the more it costs to produce that therefore the higher the cost to acquire it um so the supplier the mint might produce three types of gold bars and each right. one might be different in price but the same size so what we pay for that bar what we receive that bar from price wise impacts the premiums so that's a big important part of it right so the first part to, to the question is is what's the difference between the spot price and what I'm actually paying well there what you're looking at is the paper price or the non-refined price right let's say gold's trading at fifteen hundred dollars an ounce um, you know that's the the sugar, not the not the the cupcake. So that has to be refined to ninety nine point nine percent purity. It's got to be fabricated and fashioned into a physical bar, and then it's got to be shipped to a wholesaler, and that's where Guildhall is acquiring its product from. So you have the manufacturer, the mint, that's going to be part of the cost. Then you have the wholesaler, right? It's very much like a chocolate bar or a T-shirt or a car. There's the manufacturer. Like all commodities don't work with the public. That's right. You can't, the go, you can't go right to Honda and buy a car from Honda. Right, at the Honda factory. At the Honda factory, yeah. right, yeah. So there's there's the manufacturer, there's the wholesaler, and then there's the retailer. Right. And that's that's how this business works. So uh, for gold, you know, if the price is $1,500 an ounce, it's what type of product are you buying, and then how much of it, and you know, and it might not just be on a single order, it could be as an account size. So the larger the order or the larger the account, the better access to pricing overall. Mm -hmm. So it's two factors. It's the type of bar that you're buying, which can help get you a lower price. Mm -hmm. And it's how much are you buying, which could give you access to better pricing. So there's a range there between a maximum price and what your possible best price could be. And, and one of the things that an associate at Guildhall is going to help you do is find that best price for you, right? So um, in the next segment, let's talk about the sell side. Sure, we will. So the takeaway there, Jeremy, for me is an exciting one. 
you have the opportunity to speak and talk or interact or come in the office and see and sit down with an expert who can guide you through all of that and be transparent about what the cost is. Not only tell you, but show you and leave that to you in writing so you can see what those markups, those premiums are. We have nothing to hide. We love sharing that information. Our clients know this. They talk about it all the time. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. We want to remind you to stay tuned during this commercial break. We're going to take a short one right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that sell side. More on the macro picture this week uh, for metals and diamonds. We have to talk about still just a quick update there. There's so much more to talk about. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Seminar, January 25th, 10.30 a.m. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, to get registered or call the number. one eight seven seven eight. we would love to see you there. one eight seven seven eight silver pardon me, and we will put aside a couple of seats with your name on them. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. The Real Money Show, talking the buy and sell Pricing on gold and silver, it's been an exciting show so far, Jeremy, and it goes by so quickly every week, but let's get right back into it. In the last segment, we talked about the buy side, dealer, wholesale, profit margins. Uh, There is some difference in premiums on products. All of that is something that we walk the client through every step of the way, but let's talk selling now. Yeah. and The other side of that equation. Yeah, but just before we get to selling, though, I was just thinking about this at, at break, Darren. The other part of the buying side is also the timing of it. You know, sometimes people can get caught up in, in trying to get an action, you know, the, the perfect price, right? Same thing. We talked about first segment, selling at the perfect price in, in the stock market. Are you going to nail that top price, right? And is it going to make a big difference no, to you the in, at the end no. of the day? Um, same thing on the buy side. You know, it's sort of it's sort of like that idea of someone driving across town to get a slightly better gas price. Mm-hmm. It's not always worth it to do that. Uh, sometimes it's better off to just go with the people who are going to give you um, the quality of service, get you the best quality of product, and their and their pricing is completely fair. I think that's where Guildhall fits in. Um, on the sell side, you know, once you've acquired the product, it's right back to spot price. In the, in the last segment, we talked about the fact that on top of the spot price, so let's say gold's at 1500 there's the fabricator, the manufacturer of the product, the wholesaler, and the retailer's cost, right? Could be anywhere $70 down to, I don't know, let's say $30, depending on the product, the size of the order, et cetera. Now, on the sell side, now once you've acquired that product, it's worth what the spot price is. It's worth the value of the gold itself. Now, on the sell side you obviously need the price to go beyond your purchase price and break even so that the spot price is now above your purchase price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you want to sell. Yes, nobody's buying and selling on the same day. Exactly. Right. That, and that does drive us crazy when someone asks us mm-hmm, that because no, mm-hmm. one, no one buys and sells on physical the exact same day. Any physical commodity. You know you're going to lose. I of mean, course. unlike a car where you drive off the lot and it's a depreciating asset, gold is an appreciating asset, but it's not a stock. It's not like you just paid a $5 premium and it doesn't matter how many you bought, right? Or $10 premium and it doesn't like how many did I buy? In this case, you're, it's an actual physical commodity. And there's cost of doing business involved in that. Now, on the sell side, typically you're looking at spot minus a couple percent. It can depend on supply demand in the market. And that's a that's a big factor. But typically, it's the liquidity. It's how fast are you going to be able to sell that? And at Guildhall, it is lightning fast. Uh, it, the liquidity in the market is amazing. So you know, expect in, the most in, liquid market in the world. Expecting gold, gold you know, 
as much as an 8% turnaround, I, I would say, for, for buying actual physical product. Mm -hmm. Now, that means that if you bought it last year where, where we were up over 15%, you were able to buy and sell that product and, and be ahead. And I tell you right now, even though some people could have done that, the overwhelming feeling right now, and this is, you know, Guildhall doesn't go out of their way to, to, uh, to, to pad what we believe lies ahead. If it's not good, we have to tell a client that we don't think the markets look really good right now. But again, because we're not their planners or advisors, their stance on what they do is, is different. And, you know, we don't, sit there and, and think of it as a day trade or a penny stock or something like that. Gold and silver ownership, we believe in our expertise, should be viewed as a long-term commitment. But within that commitment, you have opportunities to buy and sell. Totally and and that's going to be up to the client. All we're doing is saying, hey, Mr. Smith, this is how to read your account. Uh, this is where you're at. If you're happy with 8%, uh, turn around and this is what you're going to make. I'm happy with it. That's great. If you want more and you want to wait and you're willing to take that, that journey a little further and uh, some might say the risk, whatever the case is with investing, it's always a risk. Then obviously Mr. Smith can wait a bit longer, but the reality is that, um, this is an easy process. It's one that is something we can share with the client in terms of the buying and selling ahead of time before they get into the market. They'll already know what they're up against, what the market has to do, what it is when it comes to selling and how that process works. And again, with the registered accounts, uh, we put everything on a single page. We do it at the seminars yeah. and all every package that goes For out. Sure. It has a single page. It shows all of this right there in big writing. There's yeah, we don't no hide fine it. Print. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have fine print. We just don't believe in it. Yeah, you know, this idea of... Um What's it cost to buy? What's it cost to sell if I were to do it right now? It does kind of bring sort of a day trading mentality to it, but with an understanding that there's going to be an additional cost here because it's a physical commodity. But, um, you know, precious metals are not necessarily something that you do day trade. Um, we'll tell people if that's what you're interested in, here's a couple different precious metal vehicles you might want to consider. Um, this is really for people who want to hold it long term. And that doesn't mean, uh, like you said, Darren, it doesn't mean that there are not trading opportunities along the way. Uh, we've seen lots of those over the years where market prices have moved up so dramatically that it's time to prune the portfolio and bring it back down. So, you know, it is wise to always have 10, 15% of your portfolio in precious metals. And that's something that could be adjusted along the way. And if you don't believe us, don't take our word for it. Do your due diligence. This is where you're going to find the best expertise. It's you. It's within your gut. And your ability to absorb this information is only going to enhance your overall understanding. An educated client is the best single way that we can, as a firm, highlight the importance and understanding that gold and silver should be in every single portfolio in the entire world. And if you believe us and you want to get involved, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call or the website, guildhallwealth.com. Again, remember, one free gram of gold for registered accounts, uh, up to 10. For every 5,000 U.S. you put in, I'm going to give you a free gram of gold. Jeremy's going to do the same. And uh, you can get up to a maximum of 10 grams. And you can also do that with just bringing in an existing account. If you've got an account, it's not doing what you had hoped it would do. You're not happy with the returns. You're looking for this average of 9% plus in gold or silver, and you'd like to be part of that, then bring it on over. We can help you understand the easy ways to get into these markets and own physical gold and silver. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. We're going to come back with our closing comments in the last segment, a tad bit of uh, information on 
diamonds, and we're going to conclude our macro discussion on what is going to impact 2020 for metals. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, segment number six, our final segment of the first show of 2020 in our 11th season, Jeremy, and big things happening. 2019 closing out the year on a very positive note, both gold and silver respectfully up double digits, silver 15.5%, gold 18.9%. What a tremendous turnaround in terms of a bull leg and a very good inkling as to what is coming next. I think we're going to see big things in the first quarter, second quarter, and it's going to be a very good year. Yeah, especially since, uh, do you, you know, do you think the Fed's going to turn around and just start raising interest rates? I do not. <laughs> uh, they've halted at the moment, but I think that the money printing is going to continue. Subprime's an issue. Uh, politics, big issue. If the Democrats get into power by some way in the fall, and a Bernie Sanders type of, of, of politician gets into the leadership race and is able to squeak in somehow, some way, a miracle, that is an anti-capitalist approach. You watch metals go skyrocketing through mm-hmm. the roof. Gold and silver will have the largest single last quarter gain of their entire existence in history if that happens because they are going to kill the stock market. No money printing. It ends right there with the change. Well, so But they also want to give stuff news. away for free and there's no free sandwich. So if you want to just uh, you know absolve people's uh, student loans, well, someone's going to pay for that and that's going to come from yet again, the middle class. And so the middle class has to protect its wealth the way central banks in Eastern Europe are are protecting themselves, which is acquire some gold, because if you have it, there's no counterparty risk. And uh, therefore, they can't take it from you. You know, it's like you got to nail it down. You got, you know, you don't want the ashtray stolen from the restaurant. You got to nail that down. And that's the same thing with your wealth. However, we I think we both agree, Darren, before we get into diamonds, that there is a big wealth transfer coming. Yes. And, you know, I talk to people all the time about the fact that they say, oh, you know, gold at 10,000, 25,000. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to want to see the world in in that, uh, what it looks like if gold goes there. And I say, are you kidding? Look at 250 trillion in debt, global GDP, you know, in the 90 percentile or higher. You can fathom 250 trillion in debt, but you can't fathom 10,000, $20,000 gold. That's ridiculous. It can easily go there and nothing changes in life except that you'll be much richer. Sure. And in 1980, when gold went to $850, which seems crazy, silver goes to $50, the mass wealth transfer that happened during that time. And we want to see that with our clients. We've seen some great gains over the last few years, but I think we're headed into bigger and bigger gains. And to go along with that, we want people to continue to diversify into physical hard assets like natural fancy colored diamonds. Well, on the diamond front, we do have a bit of an update here. Uh, Graf, Lawrence Graf of Graf Jewelers and Graf, infamous name in the diamond industry, uh, bought uh, a very rare 20.7 carat uh, yellow vivid diamond. It's called the Firebird Diamond. And uh, while the parties have not disclosed the transaction details, he bought it from El Rosa Mine. 
Uh, they have revealed it achieved one of the highest prices per carat for such a stone in recent years. It is an Asher cut, so it's a step-cut mm. diamond. Uh, it's 20.69 carats, almost 20.7 carats, and it was graded by GIA as a fancy vivid yellow VS1, uh, which had excellent polish and symmetry. And we have not talked a lot about yellow diamonds uh, that much in the last quarter of the year because our focus has been on pinks. And there's lots happening in that pink market. But Graph, as of late, I've read in places, blogs, updates, and jeweler, uh, jewelry magazines. Uh, Graph is anticipating a very big drag with the closure of the uh, pink diamond mine, more popularly known as the Argyle mine in Western Australia, uh, let alone the fact that the whole industry is going to see a 10% drop in the amount of white diamonds, making, again, De Beers the largest single producer of white diamonds in the world. Uh, that will drag up prices in that market as well, but also, and more importantly for us, this is a buy, 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 buy time. And that buy mentality is something that is going to pervade the rest of this year as that mine closes. It is 2020. It's the year we've all heard of. And that pink diamond mine is going to close. It's going to drag all diamond prices higher with it because it is such a an important point in history. And I don't believe, Jeremy, personally, that our clientele, those that have the opportunity to buy right now at these prices before the rest of the market sets these outrageously high prices per carat for pinks, I don't believe they're ever going to get an opportunity like this in our lifetimes ever again. It ends this year. Yeah, and I think what it's going to do eventually is it means that uh, the primary source for pinks is gone. They can only go to, wholesalers will have to go to secondary sources, meaning people like our clients who, who already own natural fancy colored diamonds like the pink diamonds and then same thing for the yellows it is going to drag the yellow market up this is a good time to be getting into the yellow market because i do think there are some deals to be made um and it's a great time to be acquiring a hard asset like that which they have had very little to zero volatility over the last 35, 40 years in the market. It's so easy to learn about these markets. We love showing people diamonds and showing them the four C's and how what our process is to getting involved in quality assets. And we wanna show that to you. So it, just give us a call, we'll send you the guide. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. If you've been listening today and want to acquire gold, silver, or natural fancy colored diamonds, or just wanna get informed and get that free investment package, or the website, guildhallwealth.com. We have a seminar coming up January 25th, 10.30 a.m. in office at Guildhall. Use the website to register or call that number. And if you stay tuned to next week's show, we're going to continue the discussion on macro and then get into key fundamentals and technicals for precious metals moving forward in 2020. We want to thank you for staying tuned this week to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We've enjoyed bringing it to you. You've been tuned into Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.